Welcome to Loose Joints, number three. I'm Sally Cinnamon. My co-host is Nyler Nine. And uh, number three is starring Mr. Emmett Kirwan. Starring. 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 Yeah. Starring role. Star- That's what we need to start Starring conversations. Doing. Starring. Staring. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Stop looking at me. Yeah. Uh, we've got Emma Kieran in the house in, uh, in Bikini Island Studios this evening. Have we told Sean that we've been letting that name out? I'm not sure he, yet. Sean I'm lets hope- us record uh, this podcast in the studio. Bikini Island. Oh, he's giving me a, he's giving me a bad look there. Oh, he's happy. But he's getting really. full credit for it. <laughs> it's not like is, we're, yeah. we he's just get to say. calling this place Bikini Island. We're not sure why. Oh, right. Well, it's, <laughs> quite, it's, it's mad because it is like a basement in the middle of Dublin City. Yeah, I think it like comes it. from the original name for Bikini Island, which is uh, apparently where they... Uh, let off some bombs. Uh, oh yeah, they did the nuclear yeah. test in the fifties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I didn't know that. I just liked so saying like saying Bikini Island. Yeah. Ah, right. Yeah. That makes so a lot of go. sense. Yeah. <laughs> ah, okay. I just figured it out. They moved all the people off the island. They moved in their off. underwear. Apparently, it's still fucked. Oh yeah. <laughs> nice. So green glow. So we've got a fa- we've got a name we've got a name now, but a visual for the name as well. Yeah. Which is creepy and uh, entertaining in 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 equal parts. <laughs> Um, Emma Kieran, how are you doing? Pretty good, yeah, yeah, can't complain. You were um, in Ibiza, I believe. I was in Ibiza, yeah, we went over for the last ever um, space. Well, brilliant. Yeah, no, it was amazing. Um, it was the last ever space, so we're kind of like a cavalcade of every major dance DJ of the last, you know, 30 years. So it was incredible. Um, it was their last ever gig, It was the last right? ever gig, yeah. yeah. They're closing it down. It's being bought by another club company, Shwire, or something like that across the way. So everybody... The guy that owns the place, I think, is is closing it up, and he's not no longer taking off. So you had like Carl Cox there, and Carl Craig, Technasia played uh, Sasha. Um, it was mad. Like Carl Craig, it was in down at the front, and Carl Craig was on. And uh, not Carl Craig, he's one that got fat as a techno, he's from Detroit, like Detroit techno. And then he, coming on next was like Josh Wink, and you know it was just kind of like the all stars of dance music like everyone uh, Solomon played out in the terrace and yeah. it's pretty good yeah it was daily we went to Amnesia as well and on the Wednesday that was Loco Dice but that was uh, that was way more banging yeah I had my first ever experience in uh, Ibiza this summer actually so uh, yeah yeah how'd you find it it was great yeah yeah, yeah I mean I, I was in. Uh, I, I must say I was sponsored by uh, somebody <laughs> a drinks company right uh, so I had a bit of a different experience in terms of uh, you know paying not, not paying for things so we, uh, yeah, we but did it was great three was hours great. three hours in a queue outside but I heard there was a nine hour wait ah, for some people no. for the for, for the uh, what are they called the guests for list? a bottle of water yeah. you can't you, I, I would take the good out of it for me do you know what it was we were just on the wrong side of it we had got there half an hour beforehand we would have got in in an hour but when we left the next day there was like still people kind of coming up at different times because it went on to four the next day, but it was uh, it was good. Yeah, it was brilliant. The sound system is just incredible. You know, we're up the front like and it was big use bass kind of thing. As I was like saying to someone, was like my ears are kind of going here, and it was a blog. It's grand. It's only high pitched sounds. If you hear anything kind of squealing in your ear, that means you're going deaf. And I'm like, oh, nice. that's, that's, that's handy to know. <laughs> that's good to know. <laughs> I reckon I'm definitely going to have serious uh, hearing trouble when I get it. Yeah, moment. yeah. Um, I need to get those. Do you have, do you have those thing? in? Do you um, have those little implant I'd things? I had some basic ones, but they're gone now. I'm gonna yeah. have to get some made. Yeah. No, just Sean years of standing ones. in front of monitors and yeah. and definitely we're making ha- or playing like having headphones too loud or yeah. Definitely wasn't thinking about. I don't have tinnitus, thank God, but I I reckon. Yeah. I can feel it when I'm DJing. I have to change. If I change ears, I go back to the same one. Really? So there's definitely one that's a bit that's more, going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I have a friend who has. Who has to sleep in his attic with the radio oh, yeah. out of tune as he sleeps? White noise. Yes, that. Yeah, they, they That's get my idea of hell. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's horrible. Hell, hell, hell. Yeah, I know people. I know DJs have to give up. Well, obviously playing, but then just going out. 
Yeah. Which is terrible. It's kind of that thing of the thing that gives you air. Totally. All of a sudden then like you're, you're, you're not allowed to kind of be part of it anymore. And, and from doing that, just like banging tunes out, looking at the room or whatever, full blast on there. Just not thinking know? about it when yeah. you're younger and, and abusing your ears. <laughs> we sound like real kind of, yeah. you crazy <laughs> kids with your music. <laughs> yeah. you know, remember to turn down those speakers. In my day. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. My day, it was way more banging. Yeah. Well, we are here to talk music as well. So uh, we will play some tunes. Uh, I'm going to start with a, with a new music pick from myself. This is a song I've been playing uh, a lot in the last week. And uh, it's by a guy called Young Marco uh, he's from yes. uh, where is he from he's, he's Dutch I think um, he's playing in Wigwam on November 26th and this is a song called Dreamless
That's a tune from Young Marco, a song called Dreamless. Uh, it features on a permanent vacation for compilation uh, that came out about end of August, I think. And he's playing November 26th in Wigwam. Um, yeah, I just can't stop playing that at the moment, Steady. so had to pick it. There yeah. you go. Um, Emmett, we didn't really introduce her, I guess, really. Will we introduce oh, yeah. her? <laughs> go ahead. You kind of forget. You forget. Well, writer and actor. Uh, how would you describe yourself normally? What do you say to people when, when they ask you? What are you doing? Um, writer, actor, dreamweaver. Dreamweaver. Dream Warlock. Weaver. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, just, I don't know. Kinda, it's that, that thing you kind of, when yeah. you start doing different things, you kind of start changing what you are. So I'm like, yeah, I'm an actor and a writer. Yeah. You know? And you might most recently have seen uh, Emmett in Riot in Fringe Festival. Yeah. Um, brilliant show. And then uh, Dublin Old School as well. Yeah. Yeah, doing all scale. Very Coming good. back in yeah. January. Oh, are you? Yeah, we're going to the national in England. In oh, London. brilliant! Yeah, brilliant. yeah. And you're in Edinburgh recently as well. Yeah, and we're going back to the project. So. Amazing. Great. I want to see it. I want to see it the next time round. I want to see the difference. I want to see because I saw the Bewley show. Oh, did you? Oh, yeah. Um, of course you did. Yeah. So yeah. it's going to be. It's, is it? Yeah. Is it, is it much different? It's does it does this whole sound? There's a whole new soundtrack to it. Okay. That was doing for um. That was doing a sound design, a new lighting design. Amazing. So it's uh, it's just bigger. So it's just basically two, still two mics and just two big speakers on the stage. But yeah. it's more um, it's more of a gig because it's just bigger kind of. I you know? absolutely loved Riot. I oh, was lovely. I was like standing on on the on the chairs, <laughs> banging just like ah, yeah, yeah, banging yeah, yeah, the walls, yeah. just trying to make as much noise. as It was possible. cool crack. It wasn't like a regular theatre show. It was more like a gig again. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like and that's what the company this pop baby do. Like you know, it's kind of. Did you have good crack doing it? Do I was deadly, but like I had good crack doing it. Like getting up to it, it was like fucking. Stress balls, you know, because it was like I had to write four poems, like spoken word poems that were some of them were kind of overtly kind of like hip hop, and some of them were kind of more just spoken word. So, um, yeah, coming up to it was quite stressful, like, but doing it was great crack. It seems, yeah, we had uh, Mel Gibson in one night, but the funny, that, not that that's weird, but there's a bit in it, not that I was like to talk about, but there was a bit in it where, um, two of the lads, these two Cork comedians, uh, Lords of Stroot, they have a bit where one of them comes out, as you know, with the cellophane yeah. <laughs> bikini on and one of them comes out as Jesus and they get people up from the audience to whip him. So we had Mick Wallace up on stage whipping, you know, Cork Jesus while Mel Gibson watches from the, the I stars, really, I, I, was, I, like, I was actually impressed. thinking that night going, I wish they knew he was in and to yeah, get him yeah, up yeah. to do it. I'd just love to see a camera on his face Reacting to it, you Probably know. We were like, there was, I was like, wondering what he was like about the Jesus thing, and they were like, "I oh, use Grant." Uh, I'd say, I'd say his, <laughs> I'd say his assistant was sacked. She was like, "Oh no, he apparently he loved it, but he thought they were funny. He thought they were hilarious. So maybe he has a sense of humor. He has to say to. that, doesn't yeah. he? Yeah, well, you'd hope so. You'd <laughs> most whack jobs you find do have a really good yeah, sense yeah, of humor. Yeah, yeah. It's not about themselves. Yeah, it's the problem. Yeah, <laughs> I say I don't know. It was good. Cracked out. All gig was deadly. Yeah, it was good. Buzz. Yeah, I got some lovely emails because. Um, I sent Jenny and Philly uh, a mix that I did to play. Yes, that's right. It was brilliant. On the yeah. thing. Everyone and, uh, was uh, Shazam and different um, songs. But there was one song that nobody could Shazam. Yeah. It's the it's the Taliban discotheque. Um, that it's was, called yeah. Rubber Room. It's an old it's an old track that was re-edited. And I, I had to send it to like about seven or eight people. Yeah. Like they all got in touch. What's that one it. track? So that was what we were warming up to before, you know, in the theatre and stuff. Beyond, and then sometimes like, when people are coming in. Yeah, yeah, but like people who just went to the show were, were emailing yeah. me about it as well. Oh, one right. bloody track. I was like, Jesus, that's gas. Because you couldn't Shazam, obviously. Yeah. Um, the way you can Shazam everything now. I kind of wanted to go again. The minute I saw it, I was like, I want to see that again now. We'll see if I can get tickets for Friday. I think you it's know, back. so good. Would you do it again, yeah? I think they're going to come back next yeah. year, yeah. And probably my, I think my, I just got a, a text going, how's your July to November? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> how do I'm doing I know? next week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, but Spiegel yeah. Tent made it extra special, I think, didn't it? Yeah, big time. Yeah. Well, it was just great. It was a great spot to have it in. And it was like, you know, it's more, we've seen actually like, you know, it's more of a gig venue. 
so it's kind of theatre come you know gig you know yeah I mean? it's is, perfect for it I, I love Spiegel tent more than most things in yeah. the world I absolutely love it yeah it was amazing I seen Wilson Gallo so family there as well they were there yeah they were brilliant it was great they, that was a real good fit for them as well you know it was good to kind of the fringe was good this year, you know, because it was a mix of it wasn't just theatre, like it never is, but it was a real mix. It was like music, comedy, and theatre. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, yeah. I went to as much things as I possibly could, and and for me that's unusual because I don't really go to a lot of theatre shows. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I actually really enjoyed the just going to it and not knowing anything about it. It's great not knowing anything about anything and yeah. going to a show. I love that part of it. Yeah. And for me, that was the discovery part of it, you know. Yeah. Especially like, you go to gigs all the time, you know something about somebody, and then yeah, you're yeah. like. Go to a show, you don't know what's going on, and that's great. And, and actually, you don't, and you're not an expert. And that's what yeah. the other side yeah. love about. Yeah, it. exactly. You don't you have know? to have. A, a you don't know what's coming. Fund. You know what I mean? So it's yeah. that kind of thing of surprise, you know. And uh, yeah, so many kind of uh, most of the shows just don't, not all of them have a narrative. You know what I mean? So it's kind of yeah. you know, it's out there. You know. <laughs> well, we take a pick from you, Emmett. Um, yeah. One of your new music picks. Um, you, what did you choose first? Aquafina. Yeah, Aquafina by Falcons. These are uh, two. Producers from the south and they they kind of they produced various different tracks like a lot of stuff kind of you know like like Hispanic hip hop like stuff that be like influenced by Puerto Rican and kind of like Mexican and uh, I don't know if they are now or not like from that neck of the woods but uh, they do a lot of work with lots of different uh, rappers but um this is uh Falcons are the, the producers and the, and the two rappers on it are uh, Gold Link and Chaz French and um, Chaz French kind of does a lot of melodic kind of hip hop and Gold Link is just yeah he's great. Cool, we'll give it a spin. So, this yep. is uh, Aquafina and Falcons. I even fronted a couple teachers for a great change. I ain't lying up. 
Need a game changer, can't remain the same, and this shit don't be promising. Try to live in with mama, man, can I be honest? Shit need to get poppin' quick. Yeah, we all out of options. That's why we steady whipping it. So when it's time to eat, I make sure I rip it with the niggas I'm starving with. Trying to get what's left of me, from the weed to the ecstasy. She was blind to the truth, 2020 to the last, so I had to OD for my ecstasy. A broken heart is a broken promise, and I'm trying to fix problems with broken bottles. Starting to feel better, who broke the condom? See, when life sucks, I just let a deep throat and swallow my God. I bust a nigga, owe me money, then I owe your bullets Cock and bullet, bitch, I move it That cocaína, that aquafina Getting water with my bitch Nina Yeah, she a keeper, word the mother Blucka, blucka I bust a nigga, owe me money, then I owe your bullets Cock and bullet, bitch, I move it That cocaína, that aquafina Getting water with my bitch Nina Yeah, she a keeper Shut up. 
Start dancing, ho. That is Chance the Rapper, uh, All Night, the Catronada remix, or edit. Great track, that. It's, it's happiness in the track. Happiness, it's, yeah. It's well, lovely. Chance the Rapper is actually just like the most positive dude around, yeah. isn't he? Like, mm. he's the most Up happiest. out of your seat, up you go, Yeah, shake it, party hip-hop. Party hip-hop. Yeah, gospel hip-hop yeah, as well, yeah. like big time, he's into his God. Yeah. Which is cool, you know. Whatever. Everyone's I'm, friends I'm, with somebody. Not, some people are friends me. with God. Yeah, he's. You know? Some people have mates. Some people have mates. Some people have God as their <laughs> mate. Do you know? Some people have Scientology. Yeah. We were talking about earlier on. Oh, Don't yeah. talk about them. They're the ones that they'll, they'll hunt you down. Yeah. No, I'm not. Well, they're I'm here broke. now. They're only around the corner. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, look, they do with that. They're just, yeah. They don't want me. I'm broke. <laughs> I got nothing for them. And the first track, um, Emmett, was your choice, wasn't it? It was. Um, yeah, it was uh, the Falcons that it produced, but they had Chaz French and uh, uh, Gold Link on it. Good. I like. Gold Link's good. He's uh, the, the lyrical stuff. The lyrics, yeah, no, he's really good. And your man Chaz French is more kind of does a lot of kind of um, yeah, the melodic hip hop type of stuff. You know, I suppose like Drake would be the the, the, the face of a lot of that, like from, yeah. from the chart sense. But like, there's a lot of kind of the crossover. But yeah, he's great. Sure, really good. Cool. We were just talking there during that track about uh, being young and going uh, underage drinking, as you do. But uh, maybe that is linked into your choice a little bit. Maybe you can tell me if it is or it isn't. Um, we asked you a song that best celebrates your youth or reminds you of your of your time as a yeah as a nipper. I was gonna I was gonna say Baby D, Let Me Be Your Fantasy, the long version, but that's like eight minutes long. And reason for that was because there's a kind of breakdown in the middle of it. Just, just always remember because mm-hmm. I remember when it first came out because my brother was into rave music and he had the original, it was like 92, and then kind of how long it would take for a single to get into the charts. And then it went to number one in 94. But I kind of, I don't know, I don't, I'm not that big a fan of it, but it was just an Ibiza, as we were saying, at the start, the top of the show, and um, I was kind of thinking about songs from you know, when I was clubbing and there was a mix, I think it was a Vitalik mix or something like this and this song was in there but it's basically, uh, it's it's Tsunami by Dusty Kid or no, yeah, Tsunami by Dusty Kid. Dusty Kid was part of an Italian uh, duo called Geotech and he used to play in Dublin. He used to play in Assy Disco and they'd be brought over by uh, Al Keegan who was the DJ to play there. He used to bring them over and um, just really great club and I just like had so many good memories there in my 20s and with all my friends so it kind of reminds me of, it's a, it's a it? banger. It's It's actually the hub Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was on a fro- it was on a Saturday night, and it went on for about three, three and a half years. Like, yeah. but um, it was just brilliant. It was before they done it up, so it was like sticky, sweaty, and ravey. It's kind of dumb. It's still, it's still sticky, sweaty, and ravey. No matter what they do with that, yeah, it's a basement, it kinda, and it's, it is that's, a basement. that's the charm. But it's, uh, it's got a bit but it was like always with, has a bit of a stink in it. But yeah, yeah. it's always a stink. But like yeah. eleven, twelve years ago, it really was just like it was like it was there was no it was black paint. You know yeah, what I mean? it was it like was it went through a few different kind of names, or whatever. But this is a uh, they. I think he played the guy. This is just a kid on his own. 
was part of the Geotech and uh, he, he used to play this trombone. It was kind of big when like a lot of minimal techno was around so it's quite dark but it's banging. Well let's yeah. give it a go so this is Dusty Kid with Tsunami.
So that's Dusty Kid and Tsunami. That sounds like a big room tune to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not really. I was saying it's not really one to be kind of like sitting at home going. But uh, I dug it up recently because we were in Ibiza. I was playing like people were, like you know throwing on tracks or whatever. Like Cooper, yeah. like I'm like, what's a fucking buyer? I was like, oh yeah. And I was like, then just fucking. It's been I've been playing it or whatever, thinking about it for the last two weeks. You know, so yeah. Cool, cool, good stuff. Um, so next on the Loose Joints podcast, we're we're having come to you again. Are, are we? Yes, I think we are. Um. Yeah, so we were asking you, and we're going from from uh, early life to to death. What, what song? What <laughs> yeah. song would you like to play at your funeral? Well, I always, I always feel like I. So I this think is your question. Now. I know. I always feel like it's. I, I know it seems really morbid, and I guess there's a there's a big indulgence as well. Like I, I kind of know all of the music that I'd like at my funeral. Right. Like you've have you have the whole thing mapped out. Kind of, yeah. You got a playlist, but just yeah. The but Spotify just, playlist is there. Ready Spotify, for, yeah. For it. It's just a, or a big eighties yeah. like tape deck, to, and to, just like you know, rock yeah, up to the on, thing. It's on Spotify. To whom it may concern, <laughs> two hour mix. <laughs> everyone like, in the church, take that. <laughs> <laughs> They're gonna sit there and listen. And then, yeah, but I, I, I don't know why. I just think it's 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 such funerals are shite. There's yeah. no, you know, there's they're just shit. And they they're not the be best a, crack you're gonna there have. There should be a celebration, <laughs> and if there's a chance that you're floating over your your yeah. loved ones, like you'd like it for it. To, I don't know. I just hate the thought. I hate the kneel stand. I, oh, I hate yeah. the church vibe. I hate everything about that setup. I think yeah. it's gross. I think I just I think it's so gross. I think it should be really really personal and yeah. and but I kind of have an idea of all the things I'd like. Yeah, I don't know what, and I always assume everyone else does. So yeah, then when I wrote well, the question, man. I was like, I might just say to Emmett, "Listen, we can do another question if you want. It doesn't <laughs> have to be this more." But he's just like, "Fucking hell, I'm 36." Like, what yeah, the hell? yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I was just kind of going like, but I, I assumed it was a question, and now I'm only learning that it's like. Well, I, I have an idea, real. but I haven't made it yet. You know that kind of way. Right, like, okay. I, have a, I know what my favorite songs are, but I haven't. Put yeah. them, put them down into a playlist for the for the. I guess yet. I guess it suggests the song that you absolutely is your song. You know, yeah. or whatever. I think, yeah, yeah no. Like, so are we talking, like, well, the one I picked, I just went, right, well, the song that I like the most. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, that so I that's your mind. song. Yeah, 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 it's my song. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's just, yeah. just the one I'm going to play, like, you know? Yeah, that's, I guess I should have elaborated on that. If anyone was like, ah, yeah, that's it. I got the list yeah. of questions, yeah, and I was like, going, all right. So, but what it does is it's good because then it kind of like, you have to be very specific about the tunes. You can't just yeah. go, these are my five favorite songs. Yeah. So actually, what it does is you don't actually wind up coming in with your five favorite songs. You wind up coming in with, very specific songs for yeah. specific moments or whatever you know what I mean everyone so, knows their first dance or their, yeah. their you know so to me the, to me your funeral song is the same as your first dance song you just yeah. know that that's that's your song you know my girlfriend says if we have a wedding it has to be a Hudson Mohawk uh, reaching for it's a, it's a TMT <laughs> TMT yeah, Hudson yeah, Mohawk yeah. remix or something like reaching for <laughs> <laughs> reaching for that yeah. that's yeah. Yeah. the Tonight track Tonight track that's yeah. it yeah 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 I don't it's tell uh, people your first dance tunes either because they rob them on you yeah well, so no, that's the other one wants this one is that right my <laughs> biggest fear is standing at a friend's um and they and you're just like you, I fucking played you that song. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's my dance. You know, you have to be careful. Babies' names and first dance songs. You got to keep that shit to yourself. Yeah, <laughs> it's important. Well, we didn't even have our first world. dance pick as our first dance song because we didn't organize ourselves. We did our when we did our party afterwards. Right. It was in a uh, place in Dublin, um, and uh, in the co-op in in Dublin, and uh, we had a band who ended up being my. Uh, my wife's uh, dad and his uh, uncle, and right. so when we came in, we we just didn't talk because we were organising all this shit. Yeah. And then when we came in, we we're like, oh, 
we were like first dance would be the DJ. That's when that would happen, and the DJ was yeah. way later on. So the first dance ended up being her dad singing, uh, and her her they call themselves the Elderly Brothers, and oh, um, they were singing uh, "I'm on Fire" by Bruce Springsteen, oh, which is beautiful. not what we expected. <laughs> <laughs> so we, then we did a first dance later on that night, and I just remember all my mates being locked and one of them had to be like dragged off the dance floor while we were doing it was like ah here we just <laughs> but it's still there because it was still like our song you know that kind of way yeah, so yeah, still, yeah. Like, even if it didn't happen on the night it's still there you know yeah uh, the, the one we were supposed to supposed to dance to was uh ain't nobody by shaka khan so ah, but, um, we, but you know it's still that's there. cool the elderly, oh, it still brothers, exists. elderly brothers who, who picked them <laughs> elderly brothers were well we had loads of people playing at the wedding so um uh, Aoife, my uh, wife, her her family are very musically talented, so they helped out. Uh, they were right. doing loads of songs when we came in, so uh, yeah, yeah, it was great. But it wasn't. It was like it. that was it. We couldn't plan this. Yeah, yeah. Where yeah. like if we just had a DJ, then we would have been known exactly what was going on. But yeah, uh, uh, reach for higher ground tonight. So that'd be a good one. Yeah, you know. that's <laughs> yeah. Which yeah. one? Yeah, so. <laughs> don't go it. stealing his first dance. Anybody. But that's not what you I, picked. I don't think, no, that's not what I picked. Oh, for. My your funeral song. Oh, funeral song. Oh, so you're asking me. Sorry, apologies. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's uh, 93 to infinity, but it's of mischief. Cool. Will we give it a spin? Yeah, do it. Here we go. Yo, what's up? This is Tajay of the Mighty Souls of Mischief Crew. I'm chilling with my man Festo, my man A Plus, and my man Oh, You know he's dope. Yeah. And right now, you know, we're just maxing in the studio. We're hailing from East Oakland, California, and um, sometimes it gets a little hectic out there. But right now, you know, we're going to up you on how we just chill. Dollar seven digits, call up Bridget. Her man's a Mitch.
That's 93 till infinity, Souls of Mischief. Uh, Emmett, that was your choice of the song you'd play at your funeral. Yeah, just like kind of favourite song ever. So I was trying to think like, you know, they're going to play something, they might as well here, sit there and listen to this or play it later on or something in the night, you know, the kind of way so they can listen to it. But uh, yeah. yeah, it's just, it's my favourite song. Like I could never get sick of listening to it. So, you know. That's the one I'll be sent off to, you know? Yeah. It's good. You could have a nice little head nod in a church if it was in a church anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. At the very least. It should yeah. be, it should be, it should be that personal, I think. Yeah. You know, it should be whatever. It should it's be about it. you. Yeah. And not about, you know, I just, I, you know, every time you go to a funeral, you're just like, make this more personal. Yeah, like, yeah. this is about a person who's gone. You should absolutely be a celebration. Yeah. yeah. Although I've been to two funerals recently and one... Uh, was kind of the funeral it was a bit after where you have the sandwiches and the soup oh, and stuff yeah, yeah. and it was in a GAA hall uh, in Cabra and a DJ comes in oh, right. and I was like this is really weird and then I was like you know what I, I think everyone's here drinking yeah. and like what well, yeah, 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 I mean, would you want to sit around yeah. giving out and crying I'd, I'd love to have you know have a part like you know like hopefully many 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 years away to have a party yeah <laughs> you know what I mean like it should kinda, be a party yeah. it should be yeah. as, as important a send yeah. off as a, as a welcome home or yeah, a send off yeah. Yeah. yeah so maybe it's not the Spotify playlist you need Is maybe, maybe it's actually it's the, the you know the caterers the DJs you need yeah, all of it sorted yeah. in advance so you know exactly yeah. this is what I want for my funeral <laughs> yeah god I sound very organised I don't it's just all in my head but I should I should organise <laughs> yeah, that yeah, shit yeah. I should get that down have a little black USB um a little USB flash drive like yeah, with, with yeah, a skull yeah. and crossbones on it or something. Yeah. This is it. Up on the top shelf. <laughs> you know what to do. There you go. Cool. Um, Sally, we'll, we'll take it. we're going to take a choice from you now. Uh, actually, another Catronada edit. It's another Catronada edit. Actually, last week when we had uh, Tosh in um, and I went home and I, I listened to both of those tracks and I was just like, ah, ah, both yeah, they, two they absolute winners. They came out that night. They came out we that here, night yeah. and I was like, oh, they're definitely my picks for the next week. And, um, I haven't heard anything that I like as much. Is the salon job grown on you at all? It's big time grown on me. Has it? Good. Yeah, it's yeah. Good. It's big time grown on me, and uh, it's 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 just been on the back. Have you heard loads? It? I have heard. I I kind of I, I don't know. If, like I, maybe I'm just like a grumpy old man or something like that. But like the whole kind of like Beyonce lemonade thing and the and the salon thing. Like I just I don't. It's not that I don't get it. I just have this kind of thing about like when you're looking at a track and the amount of producers on it and the amount of writers and like. And you like the lyrical content, you know, like it took 10 people to write this yeah. song. I just I think, like, and it is kind of like, you know, these these are the pinnacle of production. They are the most expensive tracks ever made. Like, you know, yeah. in, in a time in music, like, and, and record companies have a vested interest in making them successful. I kind of often think a lot of these albums, especially Beyonce's last one and Solange's one, it was made by a think tank. You know what I mean? Like so, every I do, kind of I element of it. Like, from yeah, I don't think Beyonce and Solange are exactly the same. In no, terms I know, of but like, process. I suppose just even in the sense of like, there's a kind of there's an attitude about like, this isn't this isn't going to be made. There's too much money put into this to make it fail. So everything kind of yeah. you know like, there's going to be me- it's going to be memeable. The video is going to be memeable. There's going to be gifs made out. You know what I mean? Like it's kind of the way they used to kind of like publicize all tracks. I just I I, I think it's grand. I think I think you're onto something. Yeah, I think it's grand. I don't think it's phenomenal. And I think for that much money and effort, it should be phenomenal. Could, could she make the album in her bedroom? You know what I mean, like on her yeah, own. Yeah, when you look, you know, at, when you look back at like Missy or Busta Rhymes and I, things like that. I'm, you know? I'm a huge R&B fan, and I like I listen to all '90s R&B and hip hop. Like I loved '90s R&B, really weird kind of like I used to listen to Jodeci and H Town and like mm-hmm. really strange kind of stuff. So I loved R&B and hip hop, and I remember when they first tried to launch Solange years ago when Destiny's Child were out in about 1996 I was in school in 97 and they had an album and then they tried to release her because I remember it being on Trevor Nelson's The Lick or whatever mm-hmm. yeah. and they were talking about her and basically she was going to be huge and it flopped 
And then, you know, so there's been a conver- there's been a concerted effort all of this woman's life. So I think she had, like, I don't know what, she's been doing lots of other stuff, you know what I mean? And she is obviously very talented. She's a brilliant singer. She's an amazing voice. But it seems like there's been a concerted effort all her life to make her a star. And I don't know. I just, I, I'm, I'm not, I don't know if I'm drinking the, the Kool-Aid in this one, like, you know? Yeah, fair that's enough. That's fair enough. <laughs> I, I probably have a I got in trouble, I got not in trouble. Someone kind of like snapped at me a while ago on the boozer. Uh, they kind of going, oh, no, how can you it's... not like Beyonce? I was like, because I just don't. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. I'm yeah. fucking sorry. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, anyway. You don't have to put your arse in the fire. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Big time. Um, yeah, I like, I just, I really like this re-edit and I, it's, it's good crack and uh, it's, it's very club friendly, which... Which oh, is a winner for me. Now. Which is nice. Yeah, this is Cranes in the Sky, the Salon song. Uh, Kate Trinata said it.
Solange, Cranes in the Sky, the Catronada remix, Choice of Sally. Caveat to that, like I've been told in the interim there that she has written a lot of the album, so. Kudos, I'm going to ring her and ask her. Yeah, 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 yeah. Kudos to that. Yeah, we find out. Um, but I think so, yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, the album has grown on me. Definitely different to um, Beyonce for me. But anyway, it's good to have different opinion. Um, there is. It is. There we're going to move yeah. on to a, a track from uh, from yourself, Emmett. Um, what do we ask you? A song for you that reminds you of your parents or your family? Yeah, well, <laughs> parents, like, they be kind of, you know, they listen to the dubbers and stuff like that. So I'm not, I just, I can't, I can't, could not listen to, I'm not really a ballads person, you know. Um, so my brothers, four, three brothers, four boys, so we're kind of like all various different ages, so they all kind of listen to lots of stuff. So I, Obviously, then, like growing up, this is what I somehow knew all the lyrics to loads of House Martins tracks. Okay. My brother bought me my first album on tape. Uh, my second brother, Paul, and he was a huge House Martins fan. My oldest brother, Kieran, was into the jam and kind of the style council and stuff like that. And then my other brother, Brian, was into kind of more dance music, like you know, late 80s, and 90s. But yeah, the House Martins were a huge part of my life growing up in the house. They were constantly being played all the time. My brother, like, uh, was had a huge record collection. Um, so yeah, I just loved the House Martins. Him and his mates used to do like, uh, because a lot of the House Martins tracks, they used to have B-sides where they just did a cappella. Yeah. Because your man Paul... Merton? Mer- Mer- Merson? Merton? Merton? Mer- I think he has the same kind of... I think, I think it is Merton. <laughs> Merson? Merson? But they were really influenced by all Paul's the soul music anyway. and the vocal yeah. groups from the, uh, from the 1950s, 60s. So they used to do a cappella versions and my brothers and mates used to try and do a cappella versions. Really? Which was gas, yeah. So I listen to four kind I of think it's, it's definitely one of those songs, isn't it? I yeah. remember um, being in the Swan years ago, uh, lovely pub on Angel Street, lovely pint. Yeah. And... Um, it was packed and it was never really that packed years ago. It's kind of busy for there's you know, there's a there's a college close by and it was summer and uh, there was something like eighty or ninety a uh, mix of men from teenagers yeah. to elderly men, uh, all from Liverpool and they were uh they were a choir but they were uh, they were like a not a you know, yeah. a churchy choir. They were just they used to sang songs <laughs> that they loved. A lot of and them, yeah. um they used to rehearse in a pub called Stamps, which used to be a post office, and then right. it turned into a pub, so they called it Stamps. And they were absolutely the sound. You know, there's yeah. more Irish people in, in Liverpool than there is English, yeah, so yeah, there yeah. Is, they were mostly just here to sort of meet yeah. roots and family. And uh, I got chatting to them really randomly, and then they just broke into Caravan of Love in the Brilliant. middle of the pub, and every one of them had a little bit, and I was just like, I just started bawling, yeah. I thought it was the most gorgeous thing I'd there's, ever... It's a big tradition of men's choirs up the north, minors, yeah. you know what I mean, they're all kind of like brilliant stuff. You it's, know, like, it's so moving, it's, it, yeah. and it's timeless, it's one of those kind of... Because I think this is a cover. Yeah, yeah, yeah I've cover. heard yeah. the original, yeah. which is more like drippy. And yeah, yeah, because you forget yeah, this is actually, I'm only thinking, this is a cappella as well. Yeah, yeah. 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 This song now reminds me of. Well, I associate this song. I think we'll forever associate it with the marriage equality uh, movement really? from last year. Oh, yeah. And one of the reasons we did a thing called Vinyl Love last year, and it was, we started at twelve o'clock and oh, no, two o'clock in the afternoon. And we did it in the Odessa. We had twenty five DJs playing, um, and it, towards about eleven o'clock in the evening, um, I think Emmett from Homebeat played this. Oh, yeah. Um, oh yeah, I remember. And I just remember it being on and I always think about it and I thought the lyrics were so perfect for, for yeah, marriage yeah. equality as well. So yeah, we give it a spin. This is uh, House Martins and Caravan Love. Are you ready? Are you ready? Are you ready? Are you ready? Are you ready for the time of your life? It's time to stand up 
rotten file It's alright, it's alright Hand in hand we'll take a caravan To the motherland One by one we're gonna stand up with pride One that can't be denied Stand up, stand up From the highest mountain valley low We'll join together with hearts of gold Now the children of the world can see This is a better place for us to be The place in which we were born So neglected and torn apart Every woman, every man Join the caravan of love Stand up, stand up, stand up Everybody take a stand Join the caravan of love Stand up, stand up, stand up I'm your brother
Let your head down Just like this Poke your back out Just like this Talk dirty to me Just like this Everything you do or when you do it Just like this Say my name loud Just like this Now pick your legs up Just like this Everything you do or when you do it And I'm the favorite Keep on your heels, take off your leggings Who turns you on and crawling begging? Who told your mom you'd have my babies? I won't be long, I won't be brief You at your peak is all I need Something to hold you for the long run Come get this awesome, won't you take it off for me? Yeah. What you know, what you know, what you know, what you know Contact. Just like this Bring your arms back Just like this Take the whole thing Just like this Everything you do or when you do it Just like this Say my name, love Just like this Now pick your legs up Just like this Everything you do or when you do it Yeah That is brand new music from Anderson Pack and Knowledge. Uh, they are called uh, No Worries NX Worries. It's a new album on Stone's Throw. That song is called Like This. Yeah, we uh, really nice to one for it's out yeah. this week. I listened to that, um, and but then I've just after realizing. My uh, I lost my charge of my Bose speaker ages ago, and I haven't been able to use it. And I've been listening to things on the laptop. Oh right! And I was like, I'm not that into that. And now you, you played it. I, re- I really yeah. like it. <laughs> you need the bass. Yeah, yeah the actual to, you need track. To hear that one. Stone Show always do. Always oh, have great releases. Yeah, like yeah all, all their tracks. I love that because it does remind me of a real Stone Show. Yeah, 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 yeah. It has yeah. a real Stone Show feel to that. Isn't it great? They have such a distinct sound. Um, you know, like yeah. you, you recognize yeah. the tracks right away. It's and, a real madlib song. That one, like, yeah, it sounds like a madlib track. Your man was over actually. The fellow. The, the, the greedy big lads brought over the, the what's well, supposed his, his DJ name is Peanut Butter Wolf the guy that yeah. runs the label that was great that talk yeah. did you go to that yeah it was brilliant yeah, he was, was talking about your man Halo Black yeah, yeah. He, he basically said he goes there was the, the record that made them the most money but he didn't want to release it because he thought it was shit yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, didn't, was he didn't cheesy, exactly yeah. yeah he thought it was cheesy he didn't say shit but yeah, I was just like that's mad he said we make more money off that like one time he said I wouldn't have released it you know what <laughs> I mean you gotta respect that though they just they only put out quality yeah. and I think he works hard to, to do that yeah. as well yeah, well, they, I'd say a lot. There's still a lot of people who buy their releases, and when yeah. I heard they come out, and look oh, I go straight them. to it. There's something new. I just think I'm probably going to like that. So yeah, yeah, give it a listen, you know. Yeah. Anyway, we're going to move on from Anderson Pack um, uh, and some new music to something a bit cheesier, perhaps something a bit oh, stinkier. Some guilty pleasures. <laughs> well, see, this is the thing. Remember, we were talking about how do you define what a guilty pleasure is? Um, I. We used to play this game when when Seb lived in my house. We'd have people over for drinks after the pub, and we'd play Guilty Pledge or Stone Cold Classic. We called it. So you'd have Stone to pick what? Stone Cold Classic. Oh, right. So you'd pick your Guilty Pledge, and you and you'd shout out whether it was a Guilty Pleasure or a Stone Cold Classic. And yeah. there was lots of things that would come up all the time. Um, but I, I reckon in my head, I think of it as in like I wouldn't dare play it in a set if I was DJing. But I love it and love it comes on the radio if I'm in the car. 
Do you know what I mean? So yeah, that's yeah, how you yeah, define yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. I think there's a few different layers to a guilty pleasure. Yeah. Like one of them would be if you're the lyrical content is questionable and yes. you're like, I know I shouldn't be liking this. <laughs> yeah. But I yeah, really yeah, do. Yeah. Like yeah. there's a, the first song I thought of was a, a Jamaican dancehall track by Mr. Vegas called She's a Ho. Oh, right. It like, it's a fucking great beat, but like, I really feel bad listening the to it. The message isn't great. Yeah, there's loads the of songs. The message isn't yeah. ideal. Um, I think I think Sean Paul's Get Busy comes up and I was like, that is a Stone Cold classic. I'm sorry. That, yeah. That's oh, still, so I still that. play it. But somebody played it as their guilty pleasure one night in our house and I was like, no, oh, Stone Cold classic. It's amazing. You can't go near that. <laughs> I, still, I do play that in my set and I do play and I do get delighted when it comes on the radio. So... So that's yes, but I I I so guilty pleasure. I I got as as guilty as you can get, and and you well, like we had a lot, like we had a good yeah, list. Yeah, we, we'll have to come back to this guilty pleasures really list. Really, Scarlett, to do a thing. whole guilty pleasure show. <laughs> we, yeah, yeah. we we did a guilty pleasure show actually, me and Garrett once, and uh, he, we had his brother in, and he was just picking mental shit. And we were like, dude, fun guilt, yeah, like yeah, not yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, but yeah, I mean, there's there was Enya was thrown around, wasn't it? And yeah, we're talking about Enya. Um, <laughs> Enya, yeah. God. Well, yeah. let me see. Okay, this is the thing, right? So my wife does a thing called Sing Along Social. Yes, of course. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. she did a Guilty Pleasures thing over the summer. So in our house, I ended up listening to a lot of these kind of tunes over the last three or four months. And some of them... You've been desensitised. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. A little bit. So I can't quite tell if they're my <laughs> songs anymore, anymore. <laughs> or they're her songs or they're both of ours. They're just yeah. in me now. Or if they're Scarlet or if they're actually amazing. Yeah, yeah, because <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the, the thing the, the is, tin line, isn't it? <laughs> when you're playing them out to people, they always, like, the people go nuts. Like, she played Backstreet Boys, I Want It That Way and it was right. so good yeah, everyone's watching guilty. people going nuts for that. Yeah, yeah. But it wouldn't yeah, yeah, be my yeah. guilty pleasure. It wouldn't be like, oh yeah, I love that song. Yeah. yeah. Do you know? So um, there's songs like that where you're like, Seal, Kiss From A Rose is one of mine, I'd say. Yeah. I, I have played that's it out once though. I have played it out once. Yeah, it didn't go well. It was a Marmite room, but uh, I think Ooh. anyone that re- was there, you know, who really liked it, was like appreciated. Yeah. It. Like I'll stand by my ones because I just think there's something about it that's fundamentally brilliant. Yeah, and I mean, there's there something about something. Uh, songs that you like that makes it like why you like it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. but you so, see, that's the difference between like kind of like guilty pleasures. Then that people kind of like. Like I remember someone trying on Sue Studio in the middle of a set. No, 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 no. See, we, we had Stone this Cold discussion. So, there so you go. Phil but that's like, so. But other people <laughs> yeah. like, oh, that's a guilty pleasure. Like actually, it's a yeah, good I tune that's kind of gets people dancing. They yeah. go, yeah. I mean, guilty pleasure is something you throw on, and people are like, what the fuck is that? I'm like, yeah. Oh, what are you listening to? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. Like we, we were saying, basically, Phil Collins is completely exempt because there's so much of that that's actually. It's yeah. just brilliant, yeah. but it's gammy, but it's brilliant. So he's gammy, I think. He's gammy, yeah. but his music isn't gammy. His music, yeah. that, he yeah. had a, he had so a very kind of fruitful kind of period between the yeah. and, and there were so and many of them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, look, so anytime I play Easy Lover, people go completely yeah. nuts. Yeah. So I mean, so what's never... what's your guys' is, is... Well, we're gonna go with you first because oh, uh, right. yeah, yeah, because I think yours is uh, it def- uh, defies explanation <laughs> at first. So. <laughs> I always thought this was like I always thought this song like people didn't know it just because um, Mark Morrison. 1996 I've returned to Mac I think he'd released stuff what before a tune this. though what a tune yeah big big song and people still remember it and that, that album actually won the Mercury Prize right is that and, right yeah and this song Holy is shit. from this song is from that album but it was a second single and it was a follow up song and he had like four number ones or something like after Return to Mac he had the Christmas number one that, that year called Tripping Arbor Tripping Crapping it's me Mark Ross impression uh, but, it's very uh, good so yeah so this is his much maligned sophomore effort follow up <laughs> Get Horny with lyrics like Roses are air And violets are blue I remember this Get on the floor I wanna freak you yeah. <laughs> So uh, we were uh, I don't oh know God. 
Yeah, no, Amazing. we'll play it now in a second. We'll like, uh, play it and we'll talk about it after is how we kind of came to be my, my guilty pleasure. Do you know he is, there is a new version of Return of the Mac out now? Yeah, I've I seen oh. it. It's, it's, yeah, it's a don't, bit don't. shit. Wipe that from your memory with, yeah, yeah, with yeah. Horny now. Here and we it was go. 20 years ago. Check out yeah. this banger. <laughs> Ow! <Yeah. laughs> oh, 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 oh. Enjoying that song so much, there. Uh, we, we forgot we weren't going to play the whole tune. Here's the lyrics out Roses are red, violets are blue. Get on the floor, I want to free you. Someone signed off on that. Wow. <laughs> it's a stamper. You're just saying, you know, like these are the ones that you drop in a club. Nobody had danced to this. They just go, What the fuck It'd is this? It'd be very confusing. Yeah. yeah. Didn't he? So, Return the Mac, he had some misdemeanors. He paid yeah. some geezer to go to prison for him instead. Uh, community service. Community service. And, yeah, they, and they yeah. both got caught and they both ended up in prison, right? Yeah, and he basically went to the court and the judge was just like, what are you doing? This isn't... You're not Mark Morrison. <laughs> you know oh what I mean? God. Like, you're obviously not Mark Morrison. Send him back to jail. <laughs> so so he said, goes to jail. Mark Morrison ends up going to jail. Yeah. Oh, and brilliant. then actually, Mark Morrison got signed to Death Row Records. No. He? By Shug Knight. And he went over to LA and he, he cut a record with like... Hugh, not like the dog pound, whoever was left in the death row in the late 90s, like 99, 2000 yeah. or whatever. And there's an album sitting on Suge Knight's shelf that Mark Morrison did with a number of American rappers that were all signed to death row that's never been released. Wow. So there you go. It's so crap. Yeah, but like we kind of, <laughs> like a few, myself, a few of my mates just thought this was like the funniest thing ever. Like, you know, Mark Morrison's like, remember Mark Morrison? You know, like, not remember when, but just even like his life. But we were at some gig years ago, this thing called Tech Fest. It was in the Tipperary. And then afterwards, it was like, a lot of lads just like kind of like trolling in the real world and a lot of lads pulled up in this car and they had like a sound system in the boot like a proper sound system built into the boot yeah. and they were like you know we were like hey boys just want to 
do you want to play a tune? <laughs> like, cheer this on. And they like, they lasted about a minute of kind of entertaining oh. us before they like, turned that oh, off. <laughs> but uh, just like for years, like you're kind of thinking a different thing. Like, what, what's Mark doing now? Or like, oh, he's teaching, uh, he's teaching English somewhere. Or he's teaching history in a, in a school, he's you know? Tefl. He's doing TEFL. Yeah. Roses are red. I can understand them though. Yeah, yeah. But it's just even the phrasing on the track at all. <laughs> oh God. But the girls were so beautiful in the videos. I remember, Always. I remember watching the videos going, there's no way she's going to get off of him. He's yeah. a bit, he's a terrifying person. Even on Return of the Mac, there's that bit where he's like, she's like, stop lying. Stop, yeah. yeah. Stop bringing Mark. me down. Yeah, it's so weird. <laughs> it's like, so Return of the Mac, where have you been, mate? You know what I mean? Like, you know, it's the Return of the Mac. I'm not, you reckon he's back? He's back. He's back in the clink. Yeah, well, I think so. I mean, he may, he maybe he's out now because they do have a new yeah. version of the song on the radio. Which I did <laughs> he try. I actually looked him up when I was looking this up, um, and he has an album from like two years ago. So you know, he's still out there plugging oh, away. Mac I think he's definitely been in and out of the prison the yeah. last twenty years. He's a bad. He's a bad. He's boy. a bad boy. Yeah. He did a song with Shaggy or something. Sean Paul. Did he? There's a track. I mean, there's a, definitely a video. Yeah. With him in Jamaica, that looks pretty big budget. I think he tried to re. He keeps we'll have years to, to relaunch. We have to do our own Mac Watch. Do it. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Loaded Magazine used to have this thing, Mac-watch. you know, Mac, Mac watch. watch, and it was a column. Where does he this week? Backwash. <laughs> Backwash. Yeah, yeah. Who wants to go next? Myself oh. or Sai? I, I, I'm not even sure. It's what because mine we is. can't pick. <laughs> yeah, I, I think. Well, oh, let me let me explain my choices. Okay. Maybe that'll help. Yeah. Um, I was going through a few tracks, and like I said to you, like the first one I came up with was questionable lyrics, and then I was thinking about like. Bieber, sorry, but sure, that's a fucking banger. I just think it's a banger, and that's it. Your man yeah. produced that, didn't he? Skrillex, wasn't yeah, it? Skrillex and uh, Diplo. That's and I, I mentioned Seal, Kiss on a Rose. And then the other song I was thinking of originally was Wilson Phillips, Hold On. But you know what? Like I was that's saying, good, that's a good song to me, and it's also like it's basically. It's with my it's a, my wife's song, so yeah. that's kind of yeah. it's, it's not really a guilty pleasure. It's not like something yeah. I wouldn't play anybody. Yeah. yeah. But so I don't really know. I, I, need, I need to dig a bit deeper. To, yeah. You know what okay. I mean? So in, in that case, then it's between two Irish songs. Uh, one we mentioned already, Enya, Orinoco Flow, and the Riverdance song <laughs> by Bill Williams. <laughs> why not? So uh, I don't know. Which one would you like to hear? And I'll explain oh, why. Well, I'll be honest. Uh, I'd like to hear either. Yeah. No, I would. Um, I um I think um. Book of Brass doing Riverdance and Lisa singing it was unbelievable, wasn't it? Oh, I didn't see, see that. that. Oh, yeah, yeah. They did it at um, Turning Pirate at the New Year's thing and it was... They uh, made it, it cool. Actually I really yeah, yeah, I would agree. So we need to get you a copy of that. We need to let you hear that one. Okay, but Enya, Enya is, the, is Orinoco Flow is just the big Enya one, right? Yeah, yeah. It's it's such a weird song. Um, she just lists out all these places in the world and then <laughs> that you've never been to. I know to. she's loaded. In her cloak. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so then much money. at the very end of the lyrics, she, like, she must have ran out space or like she didn't know what else to who else to put in there what else to put in there so she just mentions the producer of the track what? <laughs> Rob Dickens in, in a boat and he's like the executive producer of the album what? and he works for the record label and you just I think the lyric is something like we're, in, we're on a boat with Rob Dickens at the helm <laughs> and it's what? like what the fuck she so no one knows what she was saying anyway she's so just reading like, the side of a cereal box like, like yeah. um, like Victoria Beckham and, and Dane Bowers Dane you're out of your mind this tune's going to punish you don't they list yeah. a load of people as well this tune's going to punish you this tune's going to punish you yeah Dane that, was that one of your mind. guilty pleasures David Beckham you're out of your mind that could have no. been that could have been, that that been. It's pretty that's guilty. a guilty ple- that would be a guilty, guilty pleasure if that yeah. was because that's because it's definitely not a solo yeah. snap like, you know. but it's one yeah. of those songs that comes up probably more in your head than you ever think yeah. you yeah. should because yeah. it, it's so catchy 
Yeah, <laughs> in, in the, it's it's same way that like uh, Mark Morrison with his phrasing is really weird. That was day embarrassing. You're out of your mind. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All that shit. You're like, oh, it just comes every now and again. It just comes back to me. Uh, but anyway, I want to give you a so quick wrong. quick spin of uh, of this uh, absolute <laughs> classic. <laughs> There you go. That's my guilty pleasure. Enya or no go flow. I don't know. It's it's probably too good to be a guilty pleasure. To be honest, I, it's I think. So good. yeah, you can't exactly rave your chops off to it though. You no, can't, <laughs> you can't wind. You can't grind or wind. I was just reminded of that movie Intermission. You know, Colin Meaney's character. Oh yeah, he's <laughs> one into Celtic mysticism. Yeah, he's like that type of thing. You know, Celtic mysticism. Celtic mysticism. Amazing. I'm glad we have her. Would you call her a national treasure? Um, I think she transcends. Uh, yeah, does she still make music or was it just that? Yeah, one no, album? she does. She totally does. Um, didn't she make something recently? Like very recently. Yeah yeah, 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 like last year sometimes. I yeah, don't yeah. have my. I, I, I reckon she have my ear to the ground and yeah, I reckon oh, things. She sees herself as Kate Bush. She operates as a different yeah, frequency. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think she, she reckons she's yeah. Kate Bush. You know, definitely. she's that kind of vibe. Or maybe not. Maybe she's just fucking happy doing what she's doing and, and not being bothered and not I having to tour or anything like oh, that. Yeah. I see her as kind of a wizard in a castle with no doors or windows and it, always in velvet cloaks. I'd like to imagine that's how Enya lives. Yeah. Glen, in Glendalough. She just lives in Glendalough, around in the Glen. In our minds, she does, yeah. Sally. <laughs> She does. She lives in Glendalough and the sky. Yeah. So that's where she lives. She's a sky demon. Yeah, she is. A warlock or, a, you know, a Celtic mystic person. Yeah. Harpy. 
So what about you, uh, Sonia? Oh, what, what, what are you going to pick so, out of your guilty well, pleasure? When we play guilty pleasure Stone Cold Classics in my gaff, uh, Charles and Eddie, would, um, would I Lie, comes up all of the time. And everyone really, really loves that song. Yeah. And it's like that thing. It, it, like, do they do it in sing-along social? They have to. Which, uh, this one, yeah, yeah, yeah. She did this at, uh, at Body and Soul for... for but also, for very recently, yeah. I had a chat with somebody about um, the mortifying... Uh, Human Savaloy, uh, that is um, Sibley Red, and um, we. I was kind of saying, you know, it's so horrifying how much of a sap he is, and yet how many gorgeous women he's yeah. bedded. But actually, we had stars in our house, and it reminds. And I know all of the words, and I really loved it as a kid. And yeah. I and they played it in the fumbly a while ago, and I realized I knew all the words still, and I still really liked it. And I was like. Like, I think he did a very clever thing in that he did loads of Motown covers in the 90s where people didn't know a yeah. lot of Motown music yeah. and they sounded like his songs and he was a great soul singer. So he, he, he you know, he t- made those songs his own. Money Too Tight to Mention is incredible. The original is a Valentine Brood is one of my favourite songs of all time. He, people think that's his song, you know, New York, my boy, you didn't answer. Yeah. You know, and, he, and like, he gives his own vibe to it. But it's there's, that, yeah. There's something more, to, like, he is the ultimate guilty pleasure in that yeah, as a human being, it's guilty pleasure. It's yeah. kind of soul without the soul. It's, it's soul that kind without of like, the soul. He, he, he mimics soul beautifully. Rick Astin, you know that kind of like you know he's got the soul of a of a lame, yeah. you know it's a, that eighties like washed out kind he's of sterile the soul kind of, of a soul music yeah. or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, Rick Astley and stuff and Stock yeah. and Warren they kind of redid them. Oh no, well, like it's good. It is a guilty pleasure. There's, yeah. a, there's a place for it, and I I think I think secretly everyone loves Simply Red. Like we we've so um, my George and Keen, friends of mine, oh, yeah. would like sitting at parties and we would play really funny um, Sibley Red live tunes just to yeah. see just just the carry on of them and just <laughs> the, the the notions of himself. Pretty but we kind of we kind of love it as well. It's yeah, like yeah. it's it's the ultimate. It's the same as same as Phil Collins. We talk about Phil Collins where the yes. bit where he yeah. plays in the air tonight and he walks around the stage yeah. and then he walks slowly towards his drum kit, sits uh, down and then does the big <laughs> doof, 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 doof. Yeah. and you're like, well, that's fucking genius. Like, so it much just so is. they got a gorilla to do it and, yeah, it, and, right, and yeah, the exactly. Cadbury's ad was brilliant. There was, some, there was some like Eastern European country where I simply read play and it was like recently and they dyed the river red. Oh, lad. You were saying it was on Sky News or something. <laughs> like that. I was wow. like, oh, maybe it was years ago but like it was like He's, you know, he's like he can still kind of pull in a crowd of a hundred thousand or something in somewhere like Belarus. You know what I mean? Funny, yeah. I noticed so, he's playing here again, and he played here he last is. year. He so is. He must be. I mean, I, people are buying tickets. Yeah, that's um, like you before the tour in all the world, and never stop. Yeah. You know, um, madness. Richie Egan has a very hilarious story. We might actually wait till he's in to get the story out of him because he might not. Okay, <laughs> it's about Simply Red. His dad going to Simply Red. Oh, See right. Simply Red. I'll tell you off air, and then we get Richie to tell it because it's funnier. But um. <laughs> I think, yeah, like his Twitter is hilariously boring. It's like, <laughs> dude, that's that's what you have to say today. Like, that's your thing. I, I'm kind of fascinated by him. I can't stop looking at him because I don't know where his face starts and ends. Yeah, yeah, his, yeah. I, he's just the strangest human being, like a warlock type character also. He's so but weird. But I, do you know what? There's so many really good songs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So which one is it? I think maybe Stars. Will you play a bit of Stars? Maybe. Yeah, all right, go oh. on. Telly, do it. A 
stand by that I think because for sentimental reasons and also uh, it's, I definitely wouldn't put it in the Stone Cold Classic category mm, though is yeah, it? yeah I think so I think it. it's, it's, it's kind of in the middle of a set does remind yeah. you of no. the past and uh, maybe the time uh, when you were growing up when you were hearing yeah. tunes on the radio yeah. and he was pretty much ubiquitous yeah. Mr. Mick Hucknell <laughs> well, like he was with all, like I remember just Catherine Zeta Jones, you went Yeah, and, Did he? and Chris, um, what you call her, beautiful one from the Chris Isaac video, Helena Christensen. Right. Um, all of these supermodels. Uh, here. Yeah. He was also, uh, talking about the music, he was actually in that room, wasn't he, when uh, when Joy Division uh, formed when they were at the Sex Pistol game? Really? He was oh, like one right. of 10 or 12 people. That's I think in 24 hour party. Yeah, it's people, in 24 yeah. hour party people. He was like one of 10 people. Oh, my God. You know, it does a great bit of a Remember, Channel 4 did a thing about 10 years ago called uh, it's, uh, Channel 4 Celebrity Stories. And they did this thing like where it was like uh, the, the history of Catherine Zeta-Jones and some other guy. And when they did an impression of Mick Hucknell, they basically got a guy in a duffel coat to get down on his knees. <laughs> and he had like red curly wig and he did it in a Liverpool accent. He's going, hey, I'm Mick Hucknell and I've had sex with loads of women. Oh, and then they, they read bits from his biography <laughs> like, oh, in that accent. That it was just so bizarre. Yeah, so um, weird. Why didn't why didn't um, Bo Selector do him? I wonder. He just I think he did. He must he? have done. Yeah, I think he might have done. He yeah, must, anyway. he must get slagged for looking at him. Might have been just after him. after his uh, his peak. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you should follow his Twitter. It's it's <laughs> mind numbingly boring. It's like <laughs> yeah, hilariously yeah. boring. Uh, yeah, he's he's a fascinating human being. I would I certainly have no idea. You say fascinating. <laughs> yeah, you say fascinating. Yeah. I don't know. Lads. Okay. Well look, we call this uh, Sorry, uh, apologies to anyone listening whose skin is crawling. <laughs> <laughs> I was just about to say apologies to all oh, simply red fans just like, fuck them. <laughs> like who, for instance. <laughs> if you if you're following simply red and you're a fan, it's time to have a chat with yourself. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That you won't get to know him on Twitter, that's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> oh, lads. Did you ever see Michael Owen's Twitter? Uh, oh, God. It it has oh, to be like somebody so famous he used doesn't to like retweet films. them. Yeah, oh, yeah, I heard this, yeah. The king of <laughs> tautology. So, well, you know, it's just... God that's love him. It is the way it is. You know what I mean? <laughs> wow. Well, uh, okay, we're going to go from... Uh, our, uh, this is called loose joints for a reason, I guess. So we're going <laughs> to go... Very how do we go from Simply Red <laughs> Thanks. to... Um, <laughs> The, the New York Loose rapper like. LP, uh, who's yeah. one heart, half of one, Run the Jewels and uh, a bit of a legend himself. So, be, very different men. How do we get there? Absolutely. <laughs> uh, it's just, yeah, it would have been, you were saying about what kind of, I suppose, what was the question you asked me for this? What, uh, what kind of song, what song would you listen to if you were performing or might get you pumped <coughs> up for something like that? This was the one, there was this um, 
Finn Staples latest one Loco and this is the one that I would have always kind of put put on maybe for myself before doing Dublin Old School um, he, LP is a big influence kind of just in the way his, like his rhyming scheme and just what he rhymes about especially when we the duels his yeah. LP stuff is a lot more lighter you know it's a lot more kind of anarchic and, uh, and fun but um, he's brilliant he's a genius like he just is you know and I think I was looking for a while ago he's like he's sort of like Jazz musicians or something like that, and just yeah, I love, I love the I love this track. It's just a brilliant track, and the videos. Fuck, he's going around. Have you ever seen the video? I've never yeah, seen the yeah, video. Yeah, yeah. the puppet squirrel yeah. doing like playing like Russian roulette, and like the, <laughs> the squirrel is doing like heroin into its tail. <laughs> no, it's a beaver, and then like beaver, yeah. and they're both going around with Uzis and stuff. It's just <laughs> oh, fucking mental. Uh, this was just before he started with Run the Jewels. It was, it? yeah, so, it's 2012. Yeah, it's kind of similar in lots of ways. I think yeah, it would yeah. be one of my favorite uh, rap artists. I think uh, in yeah. general, we, I think I'm. We had, myself, my mates uh, would be big fans of LP, and we yeah. we, mm. we met him a few times. Did you? Uh, yeah, just wow. he played Crawdaddy once, and my mates yeah. were super big fans and just wanted to. Crawdaddy say was hello. great, where people yeah. would hang around and chat to yeah. you afterward after gigs. I met nowhere so else many to go. Artists. That's why. You, yeah, 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 exactly. Go. They just look around and go, "Oh, we're in a bit. We'll just stay here." Yeah, yeah. you know. Yeah, I yeah. just as producer as well. Like he, like he just does instrumentals as well, like as yeah. well as rapping. You know, I think the rapping yeah. thing he's is a kind of He's a brilliant producer. He used to still produce stuff, and then he just went. Actually, why not to just start? But it is great to see him, like he his success as well on the jewels, which is yeah. brilliant because like he's been around for so long. But it's, and it's mad, so yeah, because he's, he's in his forties now, and so is uh, Killer Mike. But you know, and that they're actually still they're, they're actually their artistic zenith or whatever is only kind of happening now. Yeah, like I mean, he's always his output has been brilliant, but something clicked with them, and they kind of caught something as well. I suppose what we were saying earlier about the songs thing, in a way that like I don't know, like you know, they caught something. That um the, the the first track that they did with the guys from uh, 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 Rage Against the Machine, like there's a big social message in a lot of the Run the Jill songs. You know what I mean? And then yeah. even like that kind of thing about the misogyny of rap songs, they have one like that, but then they have a female guest there at the start yeah. doing these like flipping the script on it and like doing her version of what it would be like for a woman yeah. to talk. You know. Uh, you know about a man in the same way like it's a great album the two it's albums de- are amazing it's definitely conscious yeah. for sure yeah uh, but also huge amount of fun in, uh, listening to that it's not any of those tunes from uh, from Run Duels yeah. they're just like great tracks to jump around to that gig they did in uh where was it? Um, the little thing in Opium Rooms. Was yeah, it? Opium Rooms. Yeah, yeah. December, uh, could be a year and a half ago. I was away. Yeah. That was 15, great. 2000, it was whatever the year. The year just they played Opium Rooms and then they played that summer. It was 2014, I think. Yeah, it's 14 yeah, yeah. years in New York. Yeah, um, and Killer Mike as well. Like, you've ever heard Killer Mike just talking? Yeah, like, he's, he's, yeah he's, he knows his stuff. Well, let's give it a go. This is uh, the full retired by LP. This, pump this, pump this So you should pump this shit Like they do in the future So you should pump this shit Like they do in the future So you should pump this shit Like they do in the future So you should pump this shit Pump this shit Pump this shit So you should pump this shit Like they do in the future So you should pump this shit Like they do in the future So you should pump this shit Like they do in the future So you should pump this shit Pump this shit Turn for Ray's hobby. Walk with an army on me. Stalk by the harm and armor posse. Polish got me on a radar with a dotties. Watching, plotting, minions out of lower dotsies. Shit hawks the pound in a town of bullet dodging. I'm a Rocky. Run a hundred mile for my coffee. Shitty little sick at the kip is hitting, but don't know now I'm verified. Signal lift, verified, bossy. Fucking void noise. Boy, boys, no employ. Oi, oi. I'm rugby kick the shit at your boy, boy. Oi, Ray. Slayers ain't your harmony, boy. Life. Don't fuck your lucky day, the flight of a torn cop. Holy smokes! Blown to the bone and death server. For the hurts, for the burner. Whip to 
the church a murder sermon. Just a concern to drain the painfully worded further. Future of a gerbil, a bass, a mass. That's my word up. So you should pump this shit like they do. Paul Jett and Burgundy play the wall. So you should pump this shit like they do in the future. So you should pump this shit like they do in the future. So you should pump this shit like they do in the future. So you should pump this shit like they do in the future. LP with the full retard from the Cancer for Cure album, and that was uh, Emmett Kieran's choice song that gets him inspired. Emmett, thanks for coming in. We only have one more tune left. Yeah. Um, well, it's, it's brand new. It's, I, I kind of stumbled across it on Spotify, but I, just, I love it. It's really melodic. Um, it's uh, Deja. Uh, this, what's the name? The Silver. Little Silver. Little Silver. And yeah, then yeah, we were yeah. just saying Kent Jams, but we couldn't find out about your man, the, the singer on it, Kent Jams. The, the producer of it kind of has an LP about eight tracks, and most of them don't have a vocal. And then this is yeah. the only one that does have a vocal. He has had a, he's had a couple of things out on Night Slugs over the last like four or five years ago. Right. And then, he has more, this is more kind of song-based stuff. Is he, he, is he American or is he English? English. Is yeah, he? I was wondering, yeah, because it's, yeah. it's really American sound. I talk because I looked it up where he's like, most listened to him, I was like, he must be English, but um, it sounds quite American. It sounds like that kind of, you know, the Frank Ocean and, you know, the mix of like hip-hop coming into R&B, but not like yeah. cheesy R&B. It's, it's really lovely. I don't know, it's, it's great, but the production on it is amazing. Cool. Uh, the, the vocals are, I can tell you. So it's a nice chilled one to l- Sail us into, nice. the, into the night. That last one was great, but I had a visual of you and Panty giving each other backbreakers backstage. <laughs> that, that actually happened. To that track. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> Me pump, and, uh, pump, pump it, pump it. Backbreakers for and all. My shoes come off. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs>
<laughs> me kicking my legs up into the air. Ah, that was a good one. Yeah, sound. Yeah, you gotta you gotta go see Riot if it comes back because yeah. it's it's so good. And Dublin Old School as well. It's it's breathtaking. It's really good. And, oh, cheers! Nice really, one. really glad we got you in um, yeah. for chats and crack. Deli. And backbreakers, of course. Backbreakers all around. You do Nile first and then do me, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> See, you know, what'd you do? <laughs> Still backbreakers earlier. I was trying to explain the thing to someone in, that was in a Zapita. I was trying to explain, we were talking about backbreakers to an English girl. And she was like, fuck's a backbreaker? He was <laughs> like, I'll have to just show we'll you. just show you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and he goes, it's not that we actually think they do happen, but they're just hilarious. <laughs> they're just really hilarious. Oh, they are. Endless hours of backbreakers for backbreaking all. crack. All right, very good. Telly, <laughs> thanks we'll for having us in. This was great fun. Yeah. Thanks so much. Uh, we leave it there. That's uh, I'm Noel, uh, and thanks to Sally and thanks to Emmett. This is Little Silver with Deja featuring Kent Jams. Lava